0: Welcome to Taboo Topic, I'm your host, Kendra Perusual. I have a great show for you today. There's many things I could have talked about, but I'm going to speak on something that seems to be getting lost in translation, the subject of morality. I'll be talking about what I see as a moral decline, and we'll get the show started here shortly. With a thickened Out Loud monologue. However, before we do, I want to remind everyone you can read future newsletters by typing in Kenjin296.substack.com I repeat, Kenjin296.substack.com Spell the word engine, put the letter K in for the word engine, then you get Kenjin, one word, 296.substack.com I haven't written much lately, but I do plan on writing something soon, so by all means, go to that website and subscribe. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram by typing in Kenjin underscore express. I repeat, Kenjin underscore express. And then last but not least, you can follow me on Facebook by typing in Taboo Topic. Look for the logo that says honesty equals understanding. This is a show where we dare to question a narrative and think out loud. Free speech triumphs your safe space. We'll be back after the short break. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Taboo Topic. I am your host, Ken Drew. This is your Thinking Out Loud monologue for the week. A conversation I believe there needs to be more of. It seems like more people daily are finding comfort in swimming in their own piss. So much so, anyone who chooses not to partake in the cesspool is now worthy of being ostracized. You are the evil one by 21st century standards. Granted, we haven't reached the point when choosing not to murder an innocent man is being accepted as acceptable behavior, but I wonder how much longer before we start justifying murder like the movie Purge. You may ask yourself what motivated me to have this conversation. Frankly, it's the abortion conversation within the last week. This episode isn't about abortion. However, when I saw a headline, stating a satanic group requested religious exemption in court as part of a ritual to have an abortion, I couldn't help but reflect where we are as a society. The arguments to defend abortion at times reach new levels of depravity. Levels of honesty acknowledging its murder, but it's still a woman's right to terminate the unborn's right to have a breath of fresh air. Abortion isn't a political debate, but a moral one. Morality that roots back to your views on sex. You don't hear pro-life men, for example, advocating promiscuity. You don't hear pro-lifers in general endorse casual sex, with no strings attached. Abolishing abortion would mean those people would have to come to grips with their decision to have sex. It forces us as a society to rethink our views on sex. Are we called to a higher standard? what's the purpose of sex? Are we more than just hormonal beings with no souls attached? We aren't animals. We have a conscious. Every time we have sex, a piece of ourselves attaches with the person. You can deny it all you want, but it's a psychological fact whenever you have sex with another human being, you become attached to the person in some form of capacity. But anyone who dares to question this thinking is labeled a bigot. And, if you consider yourself religious, they'll use separation of church and state to attempt to diminish your argument. It gets used for LGBTQ arguments all the time. God forbid I tell someone who's genuinely struggling with their gender identity, telling them that the body parts they're given at birth is for a purpose, that they aren't a mistake. This is a society that wants to diminish the significance of having a mother and father figure in the house for their children as the increase of single motherhood continues to grow. It's already destroyed the black community, but saying this is considered sexist or racist, we champion the idea of raising a kid on your own instead of having the other party who contributed to bringing the child into the world as the ideal family structure for the minor. No. The nuclear family has been associated with toxic masculinity and homophobia instead. And this is where I bring in the religious perspective in the conversation. Because we've forgotten how we even had these morals to begin with, such as, do not murder an innocent being, do not lie. Simple morals. But the thing is, we've reduced it to a biological basis. Humans evolved over time and figured out right from wrong. That's the secular point of view in a lot of these conversations. And to which I ask, is this progress to you? Everything I just said, is that progress to you? Because all of this is the result of having a lack of a religious point of view. Western society's morality was based off the Judeo-Christian worldview. Christianity showed us the lessons of Jesus, how to be humble and forgiving and live a morally perfect life. Doesn't mean we have to be perfect but we have that model to aspire to at least. And you can disagree with me on the merits of the significance of Jesus. I'm a Christian so I have that bias. But I ask the question when did separation of church and state mean those voices shouldn't be included anymore? Do you like anything going on? Do you think we need to have the conversation of how many genders there are, like there's 56 or not? Because all these conversations that used to be universally understood as absolute is the result of our current paradigm of separation of church and state. In the Christian worldview, there's such thing as moral absolutes. A world without moral absolutes and everything else is relative. Anything goes. For crying out loud, how many people have you heard say the words, My Truth? A culture that doesn't recognize the importance of religion in addressing our conscience leads to depraved people like the satanic group seeking religious exemption to murder unborn babies. Yes, it's murder. Let's call it for what it is. That is not to say, after listening to people from a religious bias, you ought to convert. One doesn't have to believe in a higher power or God to at least value the perspective religion can bring in having these moral debates. However, do not be mistaken. There is no such thing as being neutral. The satanic group is also using religion to push for the argument of abortion should be legal. At the end of the day you have to pick a side. Ask yourself, which side is addressing my moral conscience? What kind of compass do we want as a nation? Then we boil down to who's good and who's evil. And I will say this, it is my belief in God, my Christian worldview that says if we let him, he'll guide us in the right direction. Because God gave us an intuition within us from birth that was meant to be morphed into light. God will send voices in our lives who will address the conscious. Because in the end, God is perfect and knows full well what's right from wrong. Again, don't have to believe in God to agree with the idea there's something within us that tells us when something is off. I just happen to believe in the God of the Christian Bible that gives us that intuition so I ask you this last question will you listen to what I have to offer at the table actually a lot two questions I send. the second and the last question is are you also willing to have more conversations of morality I sure hope so because it is my concern If the courts side with a satanic group, we will experience the purge jump from a fictional world to the real world. Our real world. Remember, we are more than just animals. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this short break. Welcome back to Taboo Topic. I'm your host, Ken Drew. And what did you think of my Thinking Out Loud monologue for the week? Did you like it? Do you agree with it? Disagree with it? Let me know through the social media platforms I mentioned earlier. That said, I'm going to be honest in this episode, which... If you go look up Facebook, the logo, honesty equals understanding. uh, I really believe that if people can just be honest about where they're at, what they're thinking, what's going on in their mind that we can actually come to a realization where we're coming from and a true understanding of our perspectives and that in itself is liberating right the fact you don't have to hide your true point of view that's freedom something that um, yeah it seems like we just have a much different point of view on freedom at least half the country does And I want to be honest as far as how I think the world is and the direction we're going in. Because like my monologue, I really think it's only a matter of time unless we secede. That, you know, the country breaks apart. Which I think honestly is probably the best solution at this point. And I understand it comes with the cost, but... um, It just seems to me that... We just have two different polarizing ideas of morality. And the concerning part as well. Is the majority of people who genuinely believe morality is relative. I want to say there's a poll. Not too long ago. Which even then. like I'm not really sure the poll is worthy of my uh, giving the credibility towards. But. It was in the high 70s or low 80s. The amount of people who believed moral absolutes um, don't exist. And that the majority of morality is relative. If not all morality. I don't know. I feel sort of hopeless to an extent. And this is coming from someone who... Believes in a higher power. Again, Christian worldview. God is at the throne. He's still in control of everything. But I'd be lying if I didn't say I felt a little hopeless in all of this. It's hard to have a conversation with people that want to defend a healthcare procedure. For example, like abortion. Abortion. Compare anyone who is against that procedure as Taliban members. Like, how can you have a conversation with that kind of individual? And they genuinely believe it. The media, in some instances, has run with that headline. Somehow. The idea of abolishing abortion is not the extreme point of view. The idea of having a nuclear family is an extreme point of view. The idea of, uh, what should we call it, of abstinence or not doing casual sex is an extreme point of view. The idea of marriage even is being attacked. There's more people now that. Want to diminish the importance of marriage and what can it do for a family the benefits of it ah uh, it's just a piece of paper that's what we've reduced it to and it goes back to my monologue. I think it's a result of really the the lack of Christianity the voice anyway because in the Christian world view. Marriage is just more than just a piece of paper. It's a beautiful thing when two souls, a man and a woman, come together in love and come before God as one. It's supposed to be a beautiful thing, but we've reduced it to that mentality, the secular point of view of it. It's just a piece of paper. Who cares? And that's why I see a lot of couples, especially couples with kids... They're not even married at all um, it's even become more common real it's been common in the black community now, but it's catching up with the other communities as well such as the white hispanic i would I would say the Asian community is probably the only ones that hasn't caught up to them yet, but they kind of come from a they're different breed they're different culture but um that's not to say they're not immune to immoral decline, if you will, or an increase of single-family units such as the rest of the communities, either. And listen, I'm not doing this episode trying to come across as Mr. Righteous in the sense of I'm better than everyone else. I have my faults, too. I'm just as a flawed human being as... The person listening to this, whether they're uh, below eighteen or they're ninety-nine years old, or maybe they made it to triple digits somehow, I haven't seen anyone in my uh, analytics uh, go above. I think in the sixty to seventy range. But um, in case someone ever does listen to this episode who happens to be that age, um, now I know where I stand on that. I understand I'm flawed. But it's because I understand I'm flawed that I have to rely on something bigger than myself to guide me in the right direction. I can't trust myself to make good moral decisions on my own. We've become way too accustomed to relying on ourselves. And the thing is because we have it really easy to be frank. We have it so easy that we've forgotten who got us here. And instead of giving credit to something bigger than ourselves, us humans, we just take the credit as if no higher power ever existed. And I really think we need to have that conversation about a higher power. And I know this is not my Sunday edition and everything like that. But I didn't do one last Sunday because I frankly forgot. Uh, I got caught up with life. But I'm bringing a little bit of Sunday in as well. A little bit. Not too much, but a little bit. Doesn't hurt. Having these conversations, having that religious voice in these debates is healthy. Without it... Look at where we're at. Look at North Korea, even. North Korea. I remember there was a... a North Korean defector that got on the Joe Rogan experience. And she was saying how she didn't know what love was or didn't even know what... what was normal, what freedom was, what liberty was. Didn't even know the words existed. (laughs) It's crazy and that she would see people that were so skinny and starving to death that organs would be falling out of someone's body that it didn't faze her and that's a country where they've really kicked Christianity out in almost every aspect that they could No religious voice is a largely agnostic, if not atheist, nation. Humanity running on the principle that we are our own God. We decide what's right, what's wrong. Morality is relative. Your idea of right from wrong is not necessarily the same view as mine. Which kind of begs the question of if you don't believe in moral absolutes, then should you be upset with the Nazi Germany, for example? should you be upset with what happened? I'm going to go that direction. I am. I want to challenge provoke thought. Should you be upset what happened with Nazi Germany with the Holocaust? Should be upset what's going on in North Korea? Because they have their own holocaust going on. Should you be upset with the Taliban taking over and treating people poorly if they don't fit to Sharia law? If you believe moral absolutes does not exist, then why should you be upset? Why should you be upset if someone doesn't agree with LGBTQ, for example, right? And their stance on things. If morality was relative. Then you should respect my point of view. As far as what's right what's wrong. And my beliefs on that. You're in no position to be upset with that. By definition. Or at least from your world view. But. I could be wrong. And I acknowledge I could be wrong. I could be way off. I could talk to God tomorrow. I could die tonight and talk to God tomorrow. And God could have a conversation with me. And sit down and say, Ken, you're an idiot. And some of my listeners may think I'm an idiot. But I really think the way and how we got here. Into this really blissful era that we're living in. right? We have it so easy. We can't decide... If there's two genders or not. Which. From my perspective. From a English standpoint. English language right. Sex and gender. Are synonyms for each other. But I digress. I don't know. It's just very. I don't know if we were experiencing a revelation in the sense of at least this will really show us what's really evil. And I said this in an episode or two behind. I want to say it was Friday. Yeah, the week of review episode where I think maybe this is a scenario where God wants to allow things to get so bad to the point where we can't ignore it anymore. And maybe that's what's going on. and Why it seems like more people. Like I said in the monologue. Are comfortable swimming in their own piss. In the cesspool. Do you think that? Am I the only one that thinks and believes like this? I don't think I am. If you do, let me know through the social media platforms I mentioned earlier. Please, let me know I'm not alone in thinking this. What kind of morality do we want to have, guys? What kind of... What what do we stand for? Do we stand for anything anymore? If we are our own gods, then... what basis do we have to stand on when it comes to telling people what's right and what's wrong if morality was relative it doesn't make any sense to me it truly doesn't i will say this and it goes back to my religious point of view I mentioned this a moment ago that God is still in control. I do believe see from the Christian worldview it says that love is patient, kind, you know the trust and to an extent with that line of thinking train of thought I think God is waiting on us to turn back to him. I think he trusts that if he lets this go to such a depraved level that we can't ignore anymore that he trusts the his own creation that the intuition he gave within us will click finally. The light, the light bulb will finally go on. Maybe that's what's going on. And why it seems like things are going from bad to worse. And that, frankly, it's made a lot of people feel dejected, disheartened about the state of our world right now. Hell, this conversation is making me feel dejected altogether, frankly. (laughs) Um, maybe Maybe that's what needs to happen. And unfortunately for those of us that have a sense of right from wrong and is not afraid to listen to that point of view from the religion world, world of religion I should say, um, maybe we should keep that perspective in mind. And that we should just roll with the punches. And we'll address issue day by day basis. Not look too far ahead into the future. Because if we just get caught up in this spiral uh loophole, right? This worst case scenario we just get down in this um gosh, I can't think of the word right now for this train of thought and we get sucked into the negativity, if you will. Because obviously you know there's a lot of things that are just messed up right now. But we get caught up in that, we forget that there's still good in the world as well. As a matter of fact, I want you to take the time. If there's a friend or family member that's been good to you, I want you to reach out to him or her. Reach out to them. Ask how their day is going. And let them know by the end of the conversation. How much you appreciate them being a light. In a world of darkness. My dog has been a light. And she's not even a human that has it conscious. But she brings a lot of joy to me. And if you have that someone. Or people. That group. That gives you that light, that gives you that sense of hope that there's still good in the world. Reach out to that person, maybe hang out with them, even. Get off the internet, get off social media. There's still good in the world. Because frankly, we cannot get caught up in all the bad. If we get caught up in all the bad, they were no better than those people from that side because of the on that side they that's all they want to do. They want to normalize that train of thought they want to normalize that thinking. We can't partake in that. There's a difference between there's a difference between being optimistic and being a realist. And I think having a little bit of both is good. Having that balance in life. For yourself and for others. I think that's uh, something we need to carry. Especially through these troubling times. Where everything that used to be considered wrong is now right. And right is now wrong. Woe to you who call good evil. And woe to you who calls evil good. And that's from the book of Isaiah. (laughs) Um, That's basically what's happening right now. But there's still good that God provided. And I know if you don't believe in God. I believe that there's a God that still gave us good in this world to enjoy Maybe it's not even just people, but you can also just go out and explore the area you're in. Maybe go travel a little bit and explore the world in general. The world is a beautiful place. It still has many wonders to explore. I want to explore those wonders. I guess that's my best advice. Just take it day by day and try to focus on the beauty that life has to offer still. Because the moment we start getting sucked into that worldview, we're no longer better. We're now contributors of anything. We'll be back after this short break to close things out. Welcome back to taboo topic. I'm your host, Ken Drew. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I want to remind everyone, you can leave a review no matter what platform you listen to this podcast from. Whether it's from Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, or any other podcast you may hear this from. By all means, uh, leave a review. Hopefully it's a 5-star, but if it's anything less than a 5-star, let me know so I can better serve you. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in today. And until Friday, the week in review, I will see you then. God bless.